Welcome to the Campus Fellowship Podcast. This is a podcast interview where we seek to highlight for you a student's testimony uh, that we think will be a blessing and encouragement to your life. My name is Jacob Bennett. I serve as the Executive Director of Campus Fellowship, which exists to equip local churches to implement and sustain dynamic, disciple-making college ministries whose students worship God and change the world. And with us also today is Sam Tucker. Now, is it Sam or is it Samuel? It, it's Sam. It's Sam. Sam. Okay. Me Sam. Got it. Sam, uh, which campus are you from? I'm from Drake Campus Before Fellowship. Before we get into your Sweet. story of cool. how God's changed your life, uh, maybe just share briefly, what's something that you've been seeing God do in your life or in your Bible study this summer uh, that you want to share about? Mm. I think like recently, um, I've just seen like the value of unity within like a campus group. Like I think our this summer our crew really bonded together and it was just like a few of us but it was like we would just do everything together it was like you know we'd go to church together we'd go to hangouts together we'd you know we went to our um we had like a weekend where we went and camping and so i think i've just seen the value of what it really means to be unified um as a body what it means to be unified within like um, people within your house and people within your campus group and i think there's a lot of value in that mm-hmm. sweet um Tell me now, uh, do you play spike ball? I do. <laughs> okay. Uh, like many of the Drake people, like many young people yeah. play today. Now, is it uh, spike ball or round net? <laughs> I'm going to get flamed after this. <laughs> I would say it's spike ball because I think, you know, people that say round net are the people that are like, super into it i mean there's okay. some people that go to tournaments like there's a crew that went to chicago like a month ago and mm-hmm. i heard I, about this story. i didn't go like i feel like I, I i feel like i'm decent enough to be able to go and like compete but it's like i didn't really want to spend the first weekend of july going and mm-hmm. going to chicago just to <laughs> do whatever so cool. um, but i would say i would say it's it's spike ball Okay. Um, because I think that's the best way to invite people to like come play on campus. Like, hey, you want to play spike ball? No one's saying, hey, you want to go play round net? It's like, I don't know <laughs> what that is. So I understand. That makes it, spike ball sounds more engaging. Right. It's spike like, I know what spike ball. ball is. No one no one knows what round net is. It's <laughs> like, unless you actually play. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's, I don't know, I think it's an easier. It's like, yeah. You know. But at the end of the day, it's still potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. Okay. So. A couple other quick hitters for you. Do you play the sandwich game? Yes, I am in the sandwich game. You are in the sandwich game. Okay. All right, listeners, just know if you see Sam sitting around campus, (laughs) he is in the sandwich game. (laughs) Um, I lost the game. (laughs) You lost the game. (laughs) Okay. um, Okay, so side note on that. There's actually... So when I was in college, we had something where... Are you in the sandwich game? No, we had a different game. Oh, what was this game? It's the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just lost the game. Yeah, you just lost the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, if you don't know what that is... uh, (laughs) You're too young. That's what that means. Um, Other quick hitters. Is water wet? No, it's not wet. It's not. uh, (laughs) I'm actually very passionate about this. Uh, (laughs) Two things I'm passionate about. The gospel and this conversation. Um... (laughs) I, uh, okay, we only have like 10 more minutes left. Okay, okay. okay. I'll, I'll keep it brief. Here's the deal. Water makes things wet, but water in and of itself is not wet. Mm. And so the leading, so the, the thought process is, well, if water makes things wet, if you have a water molecule on a water molecule, does that just make the individual water molecules wet? But the thing is, is that we never talk about water molecules isolated from other water molecules. Therefore, water makes things wet. Water in and of itself is not wet. Mm, okay. I love the explanation. I love the detail there. 
Um, End of conversation. Okay. <laughs> uh, one other one. Maybe the, maybe you'll feel just as passionate about this one. I don't know. Uh, is a hot dog sandwich. Oh, this is this is a discussion. <laughs> this was this was like uh, sophomore year for like an entire semester. This was this was a discussion. I would say <laughs> I would say yes because of the fact that a sub sandwich exists. Okay. So it's it's meat between two slices of bread, and so if a sub sandwich is called a sandwich, I think we can consider a hot dog a sandwich. Okay, I, I'm right there with you. I understand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's transition a little bit. Tell yeah. us about. Uh, your faith. How did you come to know Jesus? Um, I would say like early stages of it was really in high school. I had a youth pastor who um, was very passionate about sharing his faith and like was very passionate about communicating the gospel to his students in um, our youth group. And so I was on the leadership team. And so I was privileged to be able to meet up with him consistently. And every single week we would sit down and we went through like a 50 day study on the life of Jesus. And um, he was very faithful to like each week share the gospel with me. And I was like starting to understand what the gospel meant and like the implications of that for my life. Because I mean, growing up, I was, I mean, I was homeschooled. I was Christian. I lived in a small town. I went to a local Baptist church. And so it was very easy to be a poser. It was very easy to be uh, in the, the parable of the two sons to be the older son. And I never really realized um, that I was the older son until I was able to be like removed from that situation, which was really when I came to college. Um, but it was like, I, w- I started to understand the gospel and I started to be able to like really see, oh, this actually means that my life has to be different. Um, and I remember, um, I was starting to like make changes in my life, which was really just like, like sin, um, was like coming up to the surface, like as it does when you hear about the grace of God. Mm-hmm. And as it was coming up to the surface, it was like, I need to rid myself of these things. I need to rid myself of this relationship that I'm in. I need to rid myself from this success idol that I have. I need to rid myself from this popularity that I'm seeking after. And, um, when I came to college was really when like God, like wiped all those things out from under my feet. Um, mm-hmm. because it was, I was in a new space. I was at Drake mm-hmm. university. I was and I was sharing a room with a guy that I'd never met before. And it was just like, it was just kind of a, a reset for me for really the first time in my life. Cause it's like, I mean, when you're growing up, you're just in your home all the time and you yeah. know, you're in the same, uh, you know, four walls. And, um, that was that my, um, my freshman year, um, during welcome week, I just remember sitting down and being like, it was the middle of the week. And I just remember being like, why am I at Drake? Like I decided to come to Drake, like, I think like seven weeks prior to that, like it was super late in the game to really decide to come. And I just remember like listeners, it's never too late. (laughs) Yeah. uh, No kidding. Uh, I just remember sitting down and I was like, I, I like literally lost everything, like everything in my life that I like love and I desire, I've just lost because I came to Drake Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, why am I here? And I just remember like sitting down just like, just at that, like the peak moment of despair. And I, for some reason, decided to read my Bible, and because that was just a go-to in that circumstance, and uh, I remember opening up to Matthew chapter ten, I believe, and um, it's a passage where Jesus is talking about the cost of discipleship with his disciples, and he says, um, "If you like, if you love your son or your daughter or your mother or your father or your sister-in-law or mother-in-law more than me." like you are not worthy of me and i was like literally was like right before reading was just thinking about all these things that i love that i lost and it was Mm -hmm. like lord i loved all these things more than you i cherish these things more than like what you have given me um and i just remember like it was in that moment that it was just like lord like i need i need you like 
you came down to this earth and you humbled yourself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And like, if that truth isn't the forefront of my life, it's like, then my life is worthless. And it was in that moment that I think it finally clicked in my brain that I'm like, oh, you, Lord, are worth more than anything else I could have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. And you are worth more than my sin. You are worth more than anything else I could chase after in this world. Um, And I just remember like being like, I have to find people on this campus that are willing to hold me accountable to these things because I've never had anyone like before that, like in high school or middle school, being like willing to to hold me accountable. And um, it was that week that I met Brian Etzenhauser, who was my RA. And um, he like, I w- he just was like, hey, I'd love to meet up with you. And I remember meeting up with him and, and we like, we, we talked about sexual sin. Like the first time I ever met this guy and I was like, holy crap. Like, are you like, that was something for me that like was like taboo when I was in high school. And it yeah. was like, wow, like you're willing to talk about this. I'm like, a, literally like we were sitting at Doco over pizza and we're like, he was like, we were willing to like confess sin to one another. And I was like, this is crazy. Like I've never seen somebody this open to this before. And, yeah. um, you know, him and I started meeting up and he started discipling me and that was when I really joined Campus Fellowship and that was really when I got plugged into community and to a campus group for the first time. Yeah, and yeah. being in that atmosphere and being a part of community was like, like just like, wow, like this is where the believer grows. Yeah. This is where like um, the believer is nourished and sanctified. And, um, you know, this is where we build one another up. And I'd never really experienced community before, but it was something for like years, like in high school that I was just like seeking after. I was like, man, I really want this, but it was never something that I, was, I had access to. And it was like, I finally mm-hmm. found this community and it was like, all the stars were aligning. Um, yeah, yeah. And so that was like something that was really powerful for me, like my freshman year, like, and so I don't really know the exact moment I was saved, um, but I can tell you points where it was just like, I, I realized that placing Christ as the Lord of my life was worth it. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. What Do you remember, like, was the point at which you opened up your Bible, you read that passage, like, was that like the first week of, of school, the second week of school? That was third welcome week. week. That was so welcome that was, week. so my freshman yeah. year was during, was fall 2020. That was yeah. during COVID. Mm-hmm. And so we had a welcome week. It used to be a welcome yeah. weekend, but that was a welcome week. So it was, okay. I got to campus the Sunday, it was like eight days before classes started. So it was like mm-hmm. the Sunday before and then that whole week we had like welcome week stuff. So it was Wednesday of welcome week. Cause it was like, I'd been there, like the, the initial excitement had kind of wore off. And then it was just like, that was when the realization of like, why am I here kind of set in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can connect really well with that. When I mm-hmm. was a freshman at, at Drake, mm-hmm. um, I just remember going to bed one night, not being able to sleep. And for me, like my youth pastor said, oh, if you can't go to sleep at night, like you should probably start praying. Maybe God's trying to like, reveal something to you mm-hmm. as far as like something you're holding on to something that's not sitting well with you okay. and I was like oh you know and and it was in that that I realized I didn't love people yeah like that I had been trying to like build a little Christian bubble whatever and not try to love people sacrificially hmm. with my life um, and I got a bet that for most people um, those first few weeks, there is, there are thoughts in their brains about God, about what they're going to do with their life. Absolutely. Um, that, that are just racing through their brains or, or intermittently like, you know, why am I here? They're trying to answer a lot of those same questions. So I think mm-hmm. what you're talking about, I think a lot of people can probably identify with that. And, yeah. And I think there's probably a lot of the, the spirit of God is trying to like 
get people's attention those first few weeks. Absolutely. I mean, you're going through like one of the biggest transitions that you'll ever go through in your life. I yeah. mean, for the first time you're saying, okay, I'm not going to live in my hometown. I'm going to intentionally, you know, pretend, you know, depending on the college student where they live and where they're from, but it's like, I'm intentionally moving away. I'm intentionally living with different people that, have, you know, I'm leaving a group of friends and I'm starting to pick new friends. Yeah. And it's like, you're, you're starting to ask those questions. Like, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? It's like, mm-hmm. I'm no longer under this, um, you know, I'm no longer under this umbrella of my parents anymore. And it's like, I have to start making those independent decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think in that moment is really when you start to question, okay, am I actually going to follow the Lord Jesus or am I going to, you know, partake in the things of this world? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I think a lot of students actually choose to not follow Jesus in that. It's like mm-hmm. they get to campus and, you know, they, you know, find a group of people that like to party and that's where they go. And that's their, that's their crowd. That's where they like to be a part of because they're trying to escape, you know, other things. But, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully for the Lord, you know, but ultimately for those that the Lord is chasing after, it's like, when they come to campus, you know, they find a solid community. And that yeah. was what, you know, the Lord blessed me to have Brian as my RA. And yeah. it was like, you know, when I was having a tough night, it was like he was right down the hall and I could just go chill with him and yeah. we'd watch Gravity Falls and play Dominion. It was just like, <laughs> that was what we did. And so it was, it was good. Dominion like he, the card game? Yeah, Dominion. Yeah. yeah. So like freshman year, we, so our other friend, Josh Bruns bought, I think even Brian bought it, but it's like, there's like an online version you can get. Okay. And there's like all, there's like the free, if you've played Dominion before, essentially there's like a, there's like a start starter kit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's just like a free, you know, deck more or less. And so, but if for like, you know, Dude, like two... I have the game sleeved. Really? Oh, that's crazy. My friend has all the expansions and you got like a huge box of them. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but anyways, there's like an online version for like two bucks a month. You can get like all the expansions and you can play all of them and you can like mix and match. And so we'd go over and me and Brian would just play game after game after game after game. And we'd just yeah. chill on his food time, watch Gravity Falls. And so, but I remember even like during COVID, like some of us had to go home for like, because we were like sick or we were in quarantine. And I remember like we got on a Zoom call. It was like me, like Mark Elliott, like Josh Bronson, and Brian, and we would just play Dominion for like hours <laughs> over Zoom. It was the greatest thing. And, we're all and just, all like, those guys are part of your campus group? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Well, I don't think Mark was, but okay. Josh and Brian were both my freshman year. Yeah, so. that's really sweet. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, if you would want to share something with that incoming first year student, um, maybe you know they're they're hearing, hearing promptings in their conscience and their spirit from from God about getting involved, you know what they're going to do with their life. Why should they join a campus ministry or a campus group right hmm. now? <laughs> I think the value of community in one's life is super important. That was something that God really taught me. Like my freshman year was like. If you are desiring to love God and you're desiring to live your life for Him, and that's like genuinely something that you want to do, that has to take place in the context of God's people. Um, You know, we see in Acts 2, like after Peter is filled with the Holy Spirit and he goes and he preaches the gospel to, you know, thousands of people um, in every tongue, which is crazy, uh, the response is like repent and be baptized. But then right after that, you see... Um, in Acts chapter two, that it's like they, like they met together regularly and they had everything in common and they broke bread together and they like list, they like studied the apostles' teachings and so, you see in that, um, 
in that context that like growing and nourishing and like living out your faith takes place in the context of of God's people. And so if, if someone's like considering joining a campus ministry, I think really the question is, are, are you desiring to love the Lord with where you're at in your life? Mm-hmm. Because if you are, genuinely, I think based off of the teachings of God's word, it's like you would go and you would join a campus ministry and you would desire to be with God's people. And yeah. I think if you don't, I think if you don't, it's that's not a bad thing. Like it's not wrong to, to admit, I don't really desire to be in church. I don't desire to be with God's people. There's a lot of people with church hurt. It's like, you know, I have people close to me who I, you know, try to share the gospel with who experience a lot of, who have experienced a lot of church hurt. And the reality is it's like, okay, ask yourself why. Was it, you know, the church that I was in? Was it the pastoral, you know, administration? Was it like, what, like, what were the reasonings behind that? And then ask yourself, like, what is a right, like a right heart motive to attend a church? What is the right Mm -hmm. heart motive to um, be in the, in the, in God's community and, and with God's people? Um, and I think based off of scripture, we see very clearly that it's like, it should take, like our walk with the Lord and sanctification should take place in the context of community. Um, so don't be afraid to admit, like if you're an incoming student, don't be afraid to admit, Hey, I actually don't desire to be with God's people. Um, you know, I didn't at first, I didn't desire. I was like, I was, I was super introverted when I came to college. I was like, I don't really want to be around these people. Like I went to my first Bible study and there's 30 people there. And I was like, what the heck? This is creeping me out. Um, but it was like, I saw the way that they loved one another. And I saw the way that they loved me, who was just some lazy freshman. And it was like, okay, like, you know, I desire to be with God's people because like the Lord has commanded me and it's like, it is good. Um, mm-hmm. It is good for me. Yeah. No, I, I think that's wonderful. It's like none of us are perfect. There's no Christian community that's perfect. Yeah. Um, and it's really got to be out of a love for God and love for Christ and his word yeah. that, that we participate in yeah. his body. Yeah. So. Go read Ephesians, dude. Like that's like, I remember we reread Ephesians this last semester in our Bible study and we were going through it really quickly because it was towards the end of the semester. And I remember we read like, I think it was chapters like three and four together. And like in chapters three and four, we really see how like the Lord saves the heart of man. And then from that, it's like he places us in the context of community. And it's like yeah. such a beautiful thing, like when you sit down and read it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go read Ephesians. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Well, thank you so much, Samuel, for joining us. And listeners, if you found this encouraging, please subscribe, give us a rating on your podcast app. And also don't waste your time and get involved today in a campus ministry and especially one of their small groups.